and welcome to Health Beat. My name is Brian Hazelgren, and I'm your host, and this is your Healthy Habits Zone. The show is all about healthy living and overall well-being. We discuss topics that are related to your health and wellness, and we love to talk about the things that will help you achieve optimal well-being. As always, we want to thank Heroes Media Group for the production and the distribution of this podcast. Well, welcome to another episode. Sure glad you're uh, taking some time out of your day to spend a few minutes on listening more about uh, wellness topics or uh, healthy living. And with everything that's going on in the world and the negativity that we're all surrounded by on a day-to-day basis, it seems like, it is a, a crazy world out there and a crazy time indeed. But I wanted to uh, take a few minutes and talk today about not just having a positive attitude and how it helps you feel better, but also about uh, the whole positive demeanor that we are all searching for, especially as we're cooped up uh, with this current craziness with the COVID-19 virus that's hit the world and basically shut the world down, put everybody on quarantine. This is a good time to maybe, you know, discuss a few ideas that Uh, will help you if you are running into some challenges emotionally, even physically. So we all know that a good positive attitude will help you uh, not just feel better, but it'll literally help you with your health and your overall well-being. So I want to discuss that today. I'd also like to talk a little bit about uh, some inspiring stories In fact, I might do a couple of different shows on some different stories that I'm aware of and that I also wrote about in a couple of my books, Mastering Positive Thinking, and the other one is uh, Positive People Make Things Happen. There's some pretty cool stories out there. They're inspiring. And, you know, one of the uh, areas that uh, I've always been taught since I was a child by my wonderful parents and even growing up later on in life and my my sweet wife helping me through some difficult times uh, throughout my life and very good friends and mentors. And of course, my beautiful kids, uh, even my dog, <laughs> you know, you always look to other people of uh, how we can make it through a, a certain crisis in our life or a certain difficult time. But if you always notice that positive people have found some way to realize that life isn't always perfect but there is probably opposition in a lot of things that they do and that there will always be opposing forces that are out there. But again, that's uh, positive people can look through that and see that it's part of life's glorious plan. None of us can be relentlessly upbeat all the time. I consider myself to be a very positive person, but when you get hit from all different angles at certain times of your life that can drag you down. It can knock you down to your knees sometimes. And that's not always a bad thing, especially if you believe in a higher power and uh, a God that will help ease some of those burdens, which I do. So sometimes getting knocked to your knees is not always that bad because it allows you to open up a little bit. However, like I mentioned, we can't always be relentlessly upbeat all the time, but a positive mindset can be really important. In fact, indispensable um, when times get tough, like we're, we're all faced with at the moment. 
So I've, I've also noticed one other thing that when you hang around other people who are happy, people that are interested in growing, uh, they want to learn more. They don't mind saying, Hey, what can I do to help you? They don't mind saying, I'm sorry. They don't, they also don't mind saying thank you. Those are the people that I kind of like to hang around with. These are the people that I see want to enjoy life. And this is the crowd that we usually want to spend time with. I know I do. And this is also the crowd that we want to always be surrounded by. So there are certain attributes of positive people and they carry a, a good demeanor, positive demeanor about them. But some, um, some people actually have to work at staying positive. I get that. Uh, I've had that sometimes in my own life where you just, you know, again, you just get uh, knocked around so many times. Remaining positive through the thick and thin of the daily grind sometimes can be a little bit difficult and overwhelming. So, but those attributes of a positive person is something that's very important. I, I write about this in, in the book that I mentioned earlier, Mastering Positive Thinking. And those attributes of a positive person are really a good starting point to, to really see what some of those admirable characteristics of others can be and how they have found happiness and how they've actually even taken some inspiring stories from other people and they work it into their, their own lives. They, they bring it into the, the forefront of their thoughts. They weave it into their daily routine, and they learn from others. I know that's what I've done. There's 10 areas of attributes of a positive person that I want you to know about, like staying focused on what matters most and having a bigger vision, trying to see the good in others, you keep going, you visualize success. There's, there's a 10 positive attributes that I outline in the book. And I want to just highlight a couple of those before I tell you some inspiring stories. Uh, one of those areas is to keep going. When life knocks you down, positive people somehow find the strength to get back up. Not always easy to do, but it is very important. What's really important is not giving up. And don't give in to the thoughts of failure. You will always win when you don't give up. All of a sudden, doors will open, people will come into your life, and things will actually get better. So find that inner positive voice and tell yourself, remind yourself, convince yourself that giving up is not an option. I think when you look at the next topic and trying to see the good in, in life, it all starts with having a little bit of compassion and kindness, in my opinion. All of us have a soft spot. When we read stories about people who have overcome excruciatingly difficult times or challenges or trials in their lives, it brings a tear to our eyes or choked us up a little bit because we've seen that they made it through, and that helps us. So compassion and kindness help reduce stress. That also helps boost your immune system, which all of us need more of today, especially with these crazy uh, life-threatening viruses that are out there. can also help, having compassion and kindness can help reduce negative emotions such as anger or anxiety or even depression. And seeing the good 
in things literally can be as simple as looking beyond the negative. I mean, let's face it, we're going to get hit with negative things. We're going to get hit with challenges and trials in our lives. But the key is to look past the negative thoughts. Now, when you can do that, then you can start to accomplish some really cool things in your own life, both mentally, emotionally, and physically. Even many of our physical ailments today that we are all part of, that we all have in the aging process, many of those physical ailments are either precipitated by or even aggravated by stress and forgetting to see that there's good in situations as well as there's good in other people too. So try to see the good. Remember that little, those, those five little words, try to see the good. I also want to tell you a little bit about uh, being serious about your health and wellness because it literally is a proven fact that when you take care of your body and your mind with diet and exercise and proper thinking and positive attitude, having a positive attitude, you can have a much more positive outlook on your entire life. But be serious about your health and wellness. Get up off the couch, especially during this time. Get up off the couch, do some walking, do some running, lift some weights, eat the proper foods, spend a little bit of time out on your patio outdoors, getting some fresh air, do some meditation. All these things will help you feel better mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, I think it's very important to not ever forget that. I'm always going to keep reminding you about that because I need my own separate reminders myself to make sure that I'm remembering to do those things as well. And then the last thing I want to bring up here is challenge your negative thinking. When you feel those negative thoughts creep into your mind, just ask yourself, literally, is there another more positive way that I could view this situation that I'm in? Try to find the positive. Hundreds, if not thousands of studies have been shown that being able to think in an optimistic way is good for your health and your overall well-being. And optimists are better problem solvers, I feel, than someone who's got a negative outlook on everything. Optimists have, I, I, I just feel like they're better problem solvers. And they're even better at accepting bad situations. Now, what I'm meet what I mean by that. It's not just about adopting a Pollyanna type of attitude where everything's always great and uh, when you may not be feeling that way. But I want you to remember that being positive is something that'll always get you through the day. Now, I will admit it takes some effort to learn how to get rid of that negative thinking, especially the negative thinking patterns that we all seem to find uh, a way into and that rut that we seem to get into in our lives. I don't know if you've ever felt that way before, but uh, when you get in that rut, you just can't get out. Uh, I have before, but when I start thinking about being positive and hanging around positive people and talking myself, talk, excuse me, talking to myself about that there, there is a different way of, a more positive way that I can view this scenario. And always remember, in, in, uh, again, in, in uh, the book, the other book, Positive People Make Things Happen, I, I put in there that rut, R-U-T, has a totally different meaning when you put the real words behind it. Run until triumphant. Just keep going. Don't stop. 
and certainly don't dwell on those negative thinking patterns. Now, I realize that doesn't just happen overnight. I realize you can't just flip a switch. It takes a little bit of effort, but the effort's worth it. And if we can get away from the negative thinking, first of all, I know that it can still be a battle to get your mind right and find yourself uh, getting back into a pattern of, of looking for ways to stay positive. I know it'll be worth it. I know I've seen it in my own life. It's very important that we do things like that. And uh, one last piece here is that smile. <laughs> one simple word, smile. Now, it might sound a little goofy. It might sound way too simplistic. But research is literally showing us that when you smile, it'll make you feel happier. It'll make you feel better. And feedback from, feedback from smiling, just smiling, sent to the brain from the facial muscles, can actually impact the development of emotions within your brain. And this effect is even stronger if you combine a smile with a positive thought. So smile at the next person you see. Smile at yourself. Look in the mirror and smile. If you don't have a mirror, then just pick up your phone and turn the camera on yourself and see yourself smile. Or just feel yourself smile. Try doing it right now. <laughs> I know it sounds a little goofy, but try doing it right now. You'll feel better. So just just uh, just try doing that. Now, all this stuff leads us into a couple of positive stories that I thought you might be interested in. Uh, these two stories are actually in my book, Mastering Positive Thinking. And I wanted to just share them with you because I think they're important. There's several stories that I have in the book, but I uh, just wanted to share a couple of them today. And the first one is called Shark Bait. Shark bait is the name of this first story. And um, it was during a research experiment that a marine biologist placed a shark into a large holding tank and then released several small bait fish into the tank. As you probably would expect, the shark quickly sw swam around the tank, attacked and ate all of the, the uh, smaller fish. The marine biologist then inserted a strong piece of clear fiberglass into the tank. And it also created two separate partitions in the tank. She then put the shark on one side of the fiberglass, the clear fiberglass, and a new set of bait fish on the other. Again, the shark quickly attacked. Only this time, the shark slammed into the fiberglass divider and bounced off of it. Undeterred, the shark kept repeating this behavior every few minutes, but to no avail. Meanwhile, the bait fish, they just swam around unharmed in the other side of the partition. And eventually, about an hour into the experiment, the shark finally gave up. Got tired of slamming against it, its nose against the invisible barrier. Now, this experiment was repeated several do dozen times over the next few weeks. Each time the shark got less and less aggressive and made fewer attempts to attack the bait fish until the shark finally got tired of hitting the fiberglass divider and simply stopped attacking altogether. The marine biologist then removed this fiberglass divider after a few weeks, but guess what? The shark did not attack. 
the shark was strained, or excuse me, was trained to believe that a barrier existed between it and the bait fish. So the bait fish swam wherever they wished and they were completely free from harm. So what's the moral of this story? Many of us, after we have experienced setbacks and failures, we give up emotionally and we stop trying. And like the shark in the story, we believe that because we were unsuccessful in the past, we will always be unsuccessful. In other words, we continue to see a barrier in our mind, even when no real barrier exists between where we are and where we want to go. Our job then is to remove those barriers. All right, here's the next story. This one is uh, actually succeeding in business and not, not uh, ever giving up. So we all know that succeeding in business is no easy task. And sometimes it's too easy to let a business knock you down. Especially today when we see so many businesses that are failing or have failed or that are having some serious financial troubles because of the, the lockdown of the entire world. But instead of throwing in the towel, when there is a problem that you're faced with, pick yourself back up, strap it in, buckle down, and get to work. Many motivational stories have proven that a little hard work and a positive attitude and a feeling of sticking to your dreams and goals is definitely possible to help you find success. So... This little story is about uh, an older gentleman who was completely, utterly broke. He was living in a tiny house, and he, he owned a very beat-up old car. He was, he was living off $99 Social Security checks. But at the age of 65, he decided things had to change. So he thought about what he had to offer. When, when he thought more about what he had to offer, his friends would always rave about the fact that he had an amazing recipe for food. He decided that this was his best shot at making a change in his life. Again, he was 65 years old. So he left Kentucky, and he traveled to different states to try to sell his recipe. He told restaurant owners that he had a mouth-watering chicken recipe. He offered that very recipe to them for free and only asking for a small percentage on the items that were sold. Sounds like a pretty good idea. Unfortunately, most of the restaurant owners didn't agree. And this uh, businessman, 65 years old, heard the word, words, no thanks, over a thousand times. Even after all those rejections, he still didn't give up. He believed his chicken recipe was something special. He got rejected a thousand and nine times before he finally heard his first yes. Can you imagine? A thousand and nine times, and finally somebody says, okay, that's, that's not a bad idea. I'll make a little bit of money. We'll give yours a try. If people like it, you'll make a little bit of money. And with that one success, Colonel Harlan Sanders changed the way Americans eat chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken was born 
Today it's better known as KFC. You see them everywhere. You've eaten their chicken. I even know of people that absolutely still today, after all these years, utterly love the Colonel Sanders secret recipe. Colonel Sanders held a number of jobs early in his life. He was a steam engine stoker. He was an insurance salesman. Um, he also did, uh, he, he filled up gas tanks for people as they pulled up in, back in the good old days when that used to be the case. And he began selling his uh, fried chicken from uh, a roadside restaurant in North Corbin, Kentucky. And that was during the Great Depression. During that time, Colonel Sanders developed his secret recipe. So it was way earlier. And um, he had a patented method of cooking the chicken in a pressure fryer. So Colonel Sanders recognized the potential of the restaurant franchising concept and the very first KFC, the very first Kentucky Fried Chicken, franchise opened in South Salt Lake City, Utah in 1952. When his original restaurant closed back in Kentucky, he devoted himself full-time to franchising his fried chicken throughout the country. Well, the company's rapid expansion across the U.S. and even overseas became really overwhelming for the colonel. And in 1964, when he was 73 years old, he sold the company to a group of investors for $2 million. Can you imagine selling KFC for $2 million? That would be about $16.5 million, $17 million today. By the time Colonel Sanders passed away, there were a, an estimated 6,000 KFC outlets in 48 countries worldwide with $2 billion in sales annually. Now, that $2 billion back then when, when this was all calculated is actually worth $6.2 billion today. So from a little old roadside chicken stand and being told no a thousand and eight times and on the thousand and ninth time if somebody said yes, I'll, I'll take that, that uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this with you, Colonel. To today, this company is, uh, I don't even know what the market value is of KFC, but I do know that annual sales uh, is about, is over $6 billion annually. So what's the moral of that story? When something is worthwhile, there will always be obstacles. We know that. They'll creep up, they'll come at you, they'll hit, at, hit come at you at all kinds of different angles. But recognize the fact that those obstacles will be coming and then have a plan to find whatever solutions you can think of and muster up that makes sense to get you out of that and away from that particular obstacle. Remember, never giving up and always believing in yourself in spite of all the rejection is key. And be persistent when something really matters to you. Just like coming up with that special blend of 64 herbs and spices like Colonel Sanders did, that's what he became famous for. He built an, an, a large enterprise today it's a global enterprise and has a very familiar brand so you never know whatever you may come up with you're going to have something that uh, uh, could be very important to many many people around the world so uh, there's some good things to take from some of these inspiring stories those those inspirational stories are in my one of my books called mastering positive thinking there's also another book. Um, you can get a copy of uh, that particular book from me. It's on my website at brianhazelgren.com. 
There's also another site that we have called positivepeopletools.com, and you can get Mastering Positive Thinking, or you can also get a copy of Positive People Make Things Happen. If you'd like a personal signed autographed copy, I'd be happy to send you one of those too. Just let me know. So good, uh, good topic today about staying positive and some inspirational stories. So this is Brian Hazelgren again. You've been listening to Health Beat. I want to thank uh, Heroes Media Group one more time for the production and, and the distribution of this podcast. I'm going to sign off for now. Thank you again for joining me. There's more tips and innovative ideas. Um, some amazing guests will be coming up on some future episodes. And um, we'll be talking about more health and well-being um, different services and products you can take into your life, all with helping you trying to find that optimal level of health, wealth, and balance. Thank you again for joining today and make it a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>